0: It's Friday, everyone, and this is my best radio announcer's voice. Welcome to episode 68 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs.
1: That's not how I thought you were going to open.
0: Well, we can do a different one.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Welcome to episode 68 of the Benchtime Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. Yeah, it's like those European or those the, the br- Brazilian or South American soccer games when yeah. you watch them and they score. Score! <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, now that we've woken up your whole household, if it's evening time and you're listening to the podcast, uh, welcome to episode 68 of the Benchtime Podcast. It's just yeah. us today.
1: Woo! So, yeah, it's just different for a change. We've had a guest on like every week for I don't know, like six or seven weeks. Well, I mean, it's been solid.
0: Yeah, it's okay though.
1: And, and it's been a, and a blockbuster. It's been blockbuster. It's been fun. I'm loving it.
0: It's been a lot of fun. I got
1: some more coming too, by the way. Right. Just nailed a new one today. Well, so good. Uh, and I, yeah,
0: so, I'm excited. Well, mm-hmm. um, let's get rolling on this one then let's so, do it.
1: Let's do it. I, I think I forgot how to do it just you. I know,
0: I had a big blank pause because I wasn't introducing someone. I, I don't know what to do. So Ooh. all right. Let's just uh let's just pretend it's two thousand and seventeen and we're uh we're just starting our podcast again. <laughs> I was laughing about that uh who was it who was one of our patrons which patron was it? Was it Daniel Banks, one of the guys was saying how he's starting over from the beginning? Starting over what? Our podcast. He was listening to the beginning episodes. I think it was Daniel.
1: Why would Why would anybody do <laughs> but, that? And
0: we were like, everyone else in the group was like, oh my gosh, the first three are the best. Like, they're the funniest. So, yeah, I, know,
1: I thought the first three are actually worst. Oh, so they are funny, though. No,
0: well, they're good for comedic now, value. We, yeah, yeah. Without doubt. So, so, well, I'm super excited because it is... Playoffs time for hockey. So, yeah. from now until at least my team gets eliminated, I'm going to be in a good mood. Uh, and then I'll just be back to grumpy old bread after that's all over. So, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have uh, a bunch of stuff on tap for you today. We got a lot of patron questions because we actually did our homework and we posted the question 24 hours before we recorded this time because. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett's a big dummy, and he did not do that the last time, and we barely had any questions. So I'll take the blame on that one, guys. Uh, Patrons, that was my fault. So let's actually just jump into our patron questions because it was kind of a hotbed of topics this week.
1: Um, yeah, and before we get doing uh, that, I need to say.
0: Oh, and real quick before we jump into our patron topics, I just want to send a quick silver, uh, quick silver, a quick shout out to silver. Work, silver! I O silver away. <laughs> I want to send a quick shout out to um, um Silverado Northern. Uh, you know why? Thanks a lot, Silverado. We are going to uh, we you know we were emailing you earlier, but um, you now have access to the patrons only group. Uh, as well so jump in there thank have you. some fun with it um, thank
1: you for becoming a patron and and uh that's yeah that that group by the way yeah patrons group has been hopping i mean and i need to explain a couple things i mean both groups our regular facebook group yeah or a facebook page and then our group uh for the patrons it has been both of them have been just absolutely loaded uh, with people coming on, putting posts up. I'm loving it. Everybody's sharing on both pages. Asking questions. So either one you go to, you're going to get a ton of content. Yeah. And, and asking questions after questions. And I got to tell you, I mean, there's been so much stuff put up there. that I can't I've keep up with half hard... of it. I, I can't. I can't even answer everybody. So the, that's well, what I'm trying what, no, say, what's
0: What's cool about it, though, is a lot of our patrons are – they're just taking the conversations in on their own and they're all talking to yeah. each other. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. In a in an ideal world, I would love to be able to do everything.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, there's things but, I get on there and I'm like, they've been on there four or five days and I haven't put a like on it even. I feel and, bad. And it's not that I don't want to. It's just that I missed it. It, it starts rolling by. And uh, I'm like, oh my gosh! One, well, I like, feel
0: bad. Like I want to get on and I
1: do. So then I do be try there. and write something. It might be a few days sometimes. We're and, not yeah, ignoring you guys,
0: by the way. We're just
1: yeah. It's been, it's been very it's been very active, and then, of course we've had we had a couple you know, family us, things, yeah. Yeah, you know, a couple of family things, but um, and then you know, not just that. I mean, we we, we sometimes forget it.
0: I'm not gonna we lie, to, we I forget jobs. a lot. <laughs> I forget a lot of stuff. So, yeah, that's my fault. Yeah. Um, so, Um that, But that's just but, me. That's what you well, guys we get. we're
1: trying to answer the best all we can. Right.
0: So, well, with been, that. We thank you all for doing that. With that, we're going to jump into our patron questions of the week and yeah. um get those rolling. So, mm. if you guys want access to our Overtime at the Bench group um, and if you want to be able to ask us questions each week or ask our guests questions each week because my one goal is this whole month is to become better at asking the question for questions earlier so that way everyone has a chance and it's not last minute. But if you want a chance sure. to do that, you can head on over to our Patreon page at um, patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs. And also, if you don't want to become a patron, but you want to still help us out, you can head on over to HO forward slash support.
1: HO
0: scale customs. I just said HO scale
1: you said you h- Customs dot did I? Yeah, <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. I'll play the tape it's back. H O Customs. Don't play the tape back. Let's go.
0: Let's play that tape back. Anyways, oh if you want to support us, you can head on over to our website, and in the navigation, you can find the link that just says support us. Um, if you aren't comfortable with becoming a patron and you just want to find out ways you can support us, you can head on over there and hit that up. We got some shirts coming out. Um, I'm gonna try to do some a design. Really
1: good shirts.
0: Well, we only have two right now, but I'm going to come up with, I'm going to try to do one design a week uh, of some like funny or just cool model railroading shirts that are kind of hobby oriented but have a little bit of humor in them. Uh, yeah. Just because it's, you know, I see it'd be fun to go to a show and you, you got a funny shirt on that people are like, hey, that's kind of unique. Like, where'd you get that? Oh, that's a HO scale custom shirt. Anyways. Stupid dream, but (laughs) it'd be cool to kind of spice up some of these shirts you see at people having at these these shows, just a little bit of humor, but you can head on over there also hoscalecustoms.com so you don't correct me again, father, uh, forward slash support. Um, And if you just want to support us and you don't, aren't ready to become a patron or you're not ready to do anything like that, you can just share our show, um, just share our episode when we post it from our facebook page with your group whatever we don't care anything's right. awesome so yeah we get it that's it all right let's jump into our patron questions and, of and the week and speaking of t-shirts Christ. man i'm in shorts
1: i'm in shorts tonight man Me too how about that how wow i didn't i never thought the day would come at word short. This has been a long winter i'm in shorts and my new oofs um your new oofus Ufus, yeah. They're, uh, Oops. My the running store. <laughs> the Appalachian Running Store. Yeah. And, uh, Running Company yeah, is a Running Company. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, it's, uh, these are nice and most comfortable things I've ever put on my feet. I swear they are the greatest sandals ever. They're like walking on air. Awesome.
0: Well, we're not getting and paid you know, by Ufus for this ad. I know. I know. So I'm, just I'm just kidding. kidding man. Jeez, I'm kidding. Jeez, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, all let's right. get some questions going question ahead. time, because we have plenty. Yeah. All right. <sighs> let's get started. Oh, well, we Here said we... that now. What's that? We said that now. I know. Let's actually start with Linz. It's just a quick um, it's just a quick topic. He didn't really have a question, but he said, uh, let's talk a little bit about windows, doors, and uh, some different things with structures like roofs, windows, and doors. We've covered we roofs. We've not talked about roofs and well, roofs and doors and windows enough. We have talked about roofs, and I'm not sure we've talked about doors and windows, but I am in the door and window kick with this Wicked Wandas.
1: And
0: yeah. was it Rail Scale that I just ordered from last night? Yeah. yeah. I ordered a boatload of laser cut windows, which. They're sweet looking too. And he shipped them already. So what I plan to do is some tutorials on laser-cut windows and how I'm going to be able to use them. I got some masonry ones and some framed ones. I got some doors coming. Um, In my opinion, laser-cut windows and doors beat the pants off of anything else.
1: Is that railscale.com?
0: I I believe so. I don't know if that's the exact URL. Let me look real quick while you're talking. Yeah. Rail? Rail? Hyphen scale hyphen models dot com rail dash scale dash models dot com and he has we met him at timonium he has yeah. hundreds of doors and window sheets like tons i don't know if it's hundreds yeah. but he's got tons of doors and windows super cool guy too man yeah and he does a lot of cutting for kits for a couple other people too and it's just sure. he is an awesome He's got a lot of stuff and he's got some cool kits. You picked up one of his kits. So I'm excited yeah, like to get your my,
1: barn. it. Looks really cool.
0: I'm excited to get my hands on his laser cut windows and start playing around with them. But no, I'm on sure, a, so I'm, going to get to it. I'm on a Windows kick right now because of uh, the laser cut windows I put in um, the yeah. Bar Mills Wicked Wandas kit. Thanks, Lynn. And uh, I am just I, I don't know, I, when I do the laser cut windows I, I they do take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. They are a little. They they slow you down a little bit as far as the kit. Yeah. But they, um, man, they just look killer.
1: And I have some laser cuts I've been working with as well. Look, and you can attest to it. I did. I'm doing this uh, Fame Street shop from Carolina Craftsman kits, and uh, the whole storefront. Oh yeah, is, you're doing a terrible is job. It's all laser cut. <laughs> and what's that?
0: I said, oh yeah, and you're doing a terrible job, by the way.
1: Yeah, right. I'm, just... it, I, I'm telling you, man, that, that storefront is badass. I yeah. I mean, it really is. And that looks I, good. I, I, oh, I love it. It came together perfectly. It, it even has the laser-cut trim mm-hmm. that goes over to laser-cut windows and and doors. Uh, I mean, now, the windows and doors are actually titchy. It's the trim work that's laser-cut over top of it, and it makes them look um, – it, it, they're not like they're recessed it's it's insane well I'm, this, I'm gonna be putting pictures up a lot lately here of of this build because it's starting to really take effect but yeah it's you know it's laser cut trim which is the same well it's the same thing we're talking about with doors and windows and and such it's all layering of laser cut pieces over top of one another to get to that to get to that look yeah Yeah. You know, uh, models i did uh the one, what um, the heck, um, ideal hosiery. And the front of the store is entirely laser cut pieces, the storefront. And it's it's very tedious. Mm-hmm. I mean, not tedious. It wasn't hard. It was just lots and lots of little pieces had to be laid on top of one another. And uh, they were self-adhesive. And you just kind of take the little pieces out and start building them up. And you're getting corner trims and, and uh, you know, just, right. um, you know, your, your storefront with your you know, you make it look like it's a wood carved storefront. Right? It's nice, man. It, it looks great. I, that's, a, that's a really cool thing. It's, it's on, on that
0: one as well. Yeah. It's turning out that they both look really, really great. Yeah.
1: But, anyways, yeah.
0: Okay. Windows are a lot of fun. They. Window, windows aren't
1: a lot of fun. Windows suck. Don't, but if I had to do. Suck.
0: If I had to do windows, it would definitely be laser cut for every window. Yeah, because –
1: You know why that is? You know why that is? Well. Because it. It's they, more, it's still, older. it makes it fun to put them together.
0: When they're done, I think they look uh, oh, a yeah. hundred times better yeah. than plastic windows. I, but anyways. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We love laser cut windows. Go ahead. But so we don't love else? plastic windows.
1: What else does Lynn tell
0: us? Well, he's just saying doors, which is the same thing. If I I mean, I feel like I kind of want to hold back on this a little bit because I feel like this could be a future episode as well, almost just the one. yeah on, uh, like window techniques, especially with scratch building and a little bit farther down, we have a question or two about scratch building as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's just almost windows and doors is almost like a whole, could be a whole podcast episode in its own that we jot down for later.
1: All right. We'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Lynn. Next.
0: I, anyways, if I was going to keep this in the, the spark notes version of it, it would be, um, laser cut, always get laser cut. But, <laughs> cool. All right. Next. Greg Baker was just joking with us. I mean, you're in a hurry. You're pushy. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm in a good mood.
0: All right, all right. Relax. I'll end this damn thing. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, Greg Baker was joking. Thanks, thanks Greg. He was saying, uh, let's talk about the difference between dormers and gables. Huh? I know the difference. Uh, I think he was taking that's a jab.
1: that's pretty cool. He's taking that's a jab
0: at my funny. YouTube video. Thanks. Uh Well,
1: you started out with that YouTube video. You said you I Well, after you were all done, you sent me a message saying, "Oh my gosh, I started saying gables. I started saying gables." Did I? And I'm like, "Yeah, he sent me a text." And I No, did know, I say it though? Yeah, well, you did say gables, but it didn't happen to like halfway through. You were saying dormers the whole way the first three or four minutes of the thing and then the last four or five minutes you were tra- saying Gables.
0: I don't know why. And I'm
1: like, how, why did he switch? <laughs> the metal thing, man.
0: I don't know what was going on. It, it was,
1: who the hell cares?
0: You know? It, it was it, just funny. Once I watched yeah. it back, I, once I watched it back, I was like, I can't believe I did that. So. It was funny. Anyways. So, and we
1: caught it. We caught it and had some fun with it. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but, um,
1: all right. What is it between a Gable and a, a door Well, a Gable
0: since he asked a gable is like um the point on a roof like the hip right joint right. well i don't even know i'm making shit up i don't even know what don't i don't even i work for a home builder and i don't even really know i think a gable a gable um is in the east coast and a dormer's west coast i don't even who knows dormers are from alaska i don't know whatever
1: uh, the dormer is basically like a jut <laughs> it's out. It's like a jut out
0: off of the roof yeah. and it has a window yeah. uh, and, right. you know, the kids can climb it's out nice. of it and get up on the roof of and the be unruly teenagers. part of the roof
1: built yeah. out of the roof. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. anyways, that's why I don't build houses. So. Yeah. All right. Um, all I know is,
1: but we, 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 we
0: just put them together, man. Yeah. Next question or topic is from Charles. He was saying, uh, oh, creating lettering and signs for windows. Um, so this is- Hey, uh,
1: that's a cool topic.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm guessing- We
1: talked about signs, but we never really talked about the inside windows on signs.
0: Right. And Greg Baker was saying below that comment that he's surprised there aren't not decals or stickers that could be applied to acetate. Uh, yeah for the inside and i think you could do that um like with some wet transfer some of those ones yeah but like i that. i hate those things so
1: and you got to be careful and that's what greg's trying to drive at really because you have to be careful when you're putting anything on that window because two things you're putting something between the 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 signage mm-hmm. or the, the the coloring and the art of it and the actual window pane and you know, and you got to worry about how it dries, you know, and how it's going to adhere. Is it going to take away from the image on the front of the window, so it's not going to be readable? Mm-hmm. Um, these are things you have to you have to worry about. So one of the things I like to do if I do put anything on like that, um, I've had good luck with. Uh, and I know it sounds stupid, but it's an Elmer's glue stick. Um it, I have one in my hand here. I just pulled it down off my shelf. It's an Elmer's Extreme um school Extreme glue stick. Glue. That's what it says, Elmer's Extreme. It's a yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a school glue stick basically. But when you put it on, it's you're just lightly running it over top of that like I put some open signs on the on the doors like a like a glass door front on like a store and you could put like an open or closed sign on it, and you have to. They're very, very tiny, and you cut them out. And then I would put, um, and I did the same, by the way, with uh, the last build that I did with the news, the news store. And I put those uh, Hitler is dead. Um, oh yeah, um, the newspaper. news, newspapers, newspapers in the windows, and you could read them just perfectly. They stayed there fine, and you put. You don't ha- You don't stand there and cake it all up. You just kind of glide it over and you just attach it to the window and you can read it just fine. There's no issues that way. And it seems so, so far it seems to be holding perfectly. I've had it on for quite a while. I I did it with some other signs a a year or two ago, a couple years ago, and they, they are holding real well. And it doesn't, because if you use any other type of glue, it goes on wet. And as a result, it spreads out across when you press it to the window and it spreads out across, you don't know where that wet, that wet glue is going. Is it going to dry and and uh, make it so you can't see it or distort the lettering and all that? The glue stick doesn't seem to do that for me. Yeah. And um, you know, so, so you got to really be careful about what kind of adhesives you use. And you know the only other option would be to make it make your sign uh, cut cut it out towards. You know, like if it's a banner thing across the to- top of a window or storefront window, you could make it a little longer on the ends and then just attach it on the ends off off the actual window frame on behind or off the actual window itself, you know, behind the wood on the wood. Attach it there. Um, but then the problem is you're not getting a nice tight press up against the window with it. Right. Like, that's that's the
0: thing. So yeah, you I want it like to be using... you want it to be right against the, the glass. Right.
1: Right. So I've uh, had good luck with the Elmer's glue stick. This is I don't know if it makes any difference or all glue sticks are the same. I'm not a glue stick Elmer's. Expert.
0: Elmer's Extreme. extreme.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> be, extreme with an X. So Oh man, uh,
0: so you know it's really extreme.
1: For bigger, tougher projects, it yeah. says.
0: You know, it's like the Mighty Mendit where you can like you can like instantly seal a leak in your boat in the middle of a lake mm-hmm. probably.
1: But like I say, <laughs> this is what I use. It works out real well. You're not
0: uh, you're not in the joking. You don't ever pick up on these jokes. I do right, pick up I on give the tape, up. man. I give up. If you
1: put Elmer's Extreme on your rowboat, you can glue it together. Okay, you're then. not laughing at that. <laughs> okay, like, let's go. I just said that. So that's <sighs> that's. But he's right. There's there should be signs what out there do with you? that are available for Windows. Um and a way to somebody needs maybe somebody needs to look into how to how yeah. to make that happen.
0: I think I mean, I've I think I've actually done them with some of the uh dry transfers. Yeah. Um I remember a horrible dry transfers. I'm not I'm not a big fan of them, but I remember doing them back when I was in my teens and I had a couple of buildings right. and I did that DPM model which was like the I think it was called the MT Arms Hotel or something. Right, yeah. Um I remember using dry transfers for in the windows on the bottom level, um, but don't quote right. me. I I can't remember too too well. I was like 15. Who knows? I was thinking about other things back then. But uh, right. anyways, memory's foggy from that. But uh, yeah,
1: signs signs are something that it, in Windows. It would be neat. To I haven't have. seen a
0: lot of them other than paper ones that you have to apply with glue yeah. a glue product or something. If you, anyone out there is aware of one that my dad and I haven't covered, please yeah. let us know.
1: Storefront um. storefront windows. Um, uh, you can go and Google. Uh, it's it's almost like a sign. Mm-hmm. Um, in in like a large you know storefront window. Um, if you have a big pane of glass like that, you need to put. You want to put something in. Go and look up. Um, you know, all you do is Google um, image search, and and look up storefront. Like if you want a drugstore,
0: mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. look up look up. Uh, just word search stuff, so you find what your know. old drugstore storefront. Yeah, or you know, a, or window there's a, storefront. There's Something a like bunch that.
0: of cool ones. Um, well, this is just locally, but like we have we had an Eckerd's Drugs down in Mechanicsburg. Yeah, like that would be the iconic, like cool, cool. Well, that's an old style, but like an iconic yeah. old cool ass looking, like, what what would that even be called? What kind of store was that? It was a
1: drug. It was a five and ten drug store. It was, no, Eckerd's was an actual drug store.
0: Yeah, but it had like floats and stuff in front too, like ice cream and.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a. It was soda. cool. It, it was had cool. A soda jerk, soda jerk, soda fountain thing. You're a jerk. Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: Jerk. You jerk. big jerk. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, so if anyone is aware of uh, actual sign sets that would be used for Windows, hit us up, let us know, and uh, yeah. we'd be interested in sharing them as well to kind of answer that question. The next question from Jake... Jo- I'm trying to keep it moving. We got a bunch. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Jake Johnson and Greg Baker kind of collaborated on a question. It started with Jake, and then Greg chimed in on, on below in the comments. Greg was asking, for more scratch building and some kit bashing techniques um this is also something that's probably good for its own episode and it might actually be something that we just turned this episode into now that we were kind of talking about it before we started the show um making Did you that
1: turn on a coffee maker
0: no it's my water heater Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys won't be able to hear it. It's it's only okay. on my. I have two microphones set up, and gotcha, my gotcha. dad's microphone hears everything, and your microphone okay. does not.
1: Okay, let's get back to the thing with Jake.
0: All right. See, he threw me off. <laughs> um, he's talking about making that unique structure that you always remember as a kid, or something that really catches your eye on your own favorite railroad or town. I actually have a building locally that I want to do um, right down the street from me. It's at an old quarry. Uh, mm-hmm. It is probably one of my favorite buildings around the area. It's tiny, but it's an old guard shack for the quarry along the road. Oh yeah? It is awesome. And the front of it actually has, what's it What's it say on the front? I can't, I have a picture of it saved on my uh, Google photos, but I, I'm, it's going to take me too long to find it right now. But... um it is cool. And I, there's a couple other buildings in downtown Carlisle that, um, just from running and, and being down there quite a bit, that I've thought about wanting to build. Um, there's
1: a barn near you that has something written on the oh, side of a it. Peaches what the Peaches one. You? The Peaches. Oh, that would be great. It's, and you know what? I got the barn. Let's do it. On that barn, let's yeah. put that peaches well, on there's that a
0: barn. So I'll just fill in the listeners down, uh, kind of caddy corner from what well, actually is caddy corner from my property, off the corner yeah. of my property. There's a farm. Well, there's farms everywhere, but all four sides of me is farms. But uh, the one off the one side of me butts up against the backside of my property. That they have a barn that is um, it's a huge farm, but there's a giant brick barn, and the side of it has uh. An old ghost. It's a ghost sign. It's an old, old, worn down looking, faded ghost sign that just says peaches, giant letters. You can see it yeah, from across the it field. Is cool. just says peaches. And my dad's in and love we with it. drove by it how
1: many times? I never saw it until you pointed it out. And I was like, oh, that thing is money. It
0: just looks awesome. Yeah. So, and normally you see like tobacco ones or like mail pouch, especially yeah. being modeled. You see a lot of them that are just like the traditional mail pouch or red man, red right. man. Right. Uh, barn signs, but the peaches one is just cool. Yeah,
1: so yeah, hey, it's really really cool. We gotta to do that. There's that
0: one. There's um. There's actually a building in. T- speaking of like what we were talking about last week with civ- civic buildings, there's an old an old courthouse in Carlisle that I wouldn't mind doing. Um, I have no clue how I could even attempt to do it because it's got pillars and cre- all these crazy things on it. I'm just in love with the old courthouse in Carlisle. It's across the street from, you know where the you know the county courthouse in Carlisle, the square. Yeah, it's across the street from it. It's a smaller courthouse, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just I'm in love with it. I, I see it all the time when I'm running down there, and I, I really want to build it and model it, even if it doesn't go in the layout. I just wanna I want to build that building. Um, yeah, but I know there's a lot of intricate parts on it, so. I, don't know um,
1: how... I, I I agree. I mean, there's so a lot of there's a couple old ones. I wouldn't mind, but, they, they, you know, and, and there's some really cool ones. I just don't know if I want to do Mechanicsburg. What I'd really like to do is because I'm a Civil War freak is there's a bunch of Gettysburg, Gettysburg ones. There's the coolest buildings you know- in the town of Gettysburg. And I have one already gone down there with your mom's camera and taking – photos walking around some of the buildings and I still have them somewhere of the Farnsworth house. I'd like to recreate Ooh. the Farnsworth house. And that's like got a re- couple recreated. different textures on it. Right. The Dobbin house. There's several historic homes on the battlefield that I'd like to actually maybe model. I'm not sure if they would fit our layout but well, I'd like to build them and maybe put them into a diorama or a street scene. Well, what would be really
0: cool is like you, you just get said mm-hmm. is to do uh, a diorama of historic buildings down there yeah yeah that would like, be very like great right
1: cool. there on that block yeah you, you have you have mr g's where the um uh the twin sycamore houses oh yeah and then you have and then you have uh that right one would a so farnsworth i don't think the twin sycamores house would be very hard i don't um, think it'd be hard it's my favorite it is my favorite in-town building i mean but really when you twin look sycamores at it it's,
0: it's a rectangle on the back side there's a small wood structure yeah and there's a porch with a deck right or or right. Uh, still
1: bullet holes there's bullet holes in what would walls. be really
0: cool is to do the bullet it took holes. a lot of firing what would be really cool is to is to figure out a way to uh dig the bullet they holes. Weren't bullets
1: Wow, well, mini balls mini
0: balls it would still be cool to put the uh what would you say the damages of battle into the wall at the as yeah. you model it like model be it cool and poke little holes in the side where right. it would be like divots
1: yeah, and, and here's the thing, I can go up the street in that town. There is a um, a little store that sells. They, that guy does wargaming miniatures for, uh, and he does, uh, you know. Yeah, stuff yeah. yeah. To, he sells stuff to buy. We should get uh, that Miniature guy. Uh, soldiers. It's a, toy to soldier that guy. it's a toy soldier store. We need to get that and, guy uh, on. They're all hand painted. Need to get that guy. What
0: we need to get him on the show. Why. Because he hand paints all those hand the soldiers. That's cool. Yeah,
1: that is cool. But, uh, it's, that's but, an art. Um, he also sells them in there for, for others to buy. And he's got a big showroom in there, and um, they also have, um, the uh, the soldiers in HO scale or oh, one eighty seventh yeah. scale for Civil War. They're unpainted. Um, but you could do a diorama, would, like, build, like a battle yeah, diorama. Yeah, just like a, just like a, like a oh, you know, an 18 by 18 diorama uh, with some soldiers running up and down the street. Because in the Battle of Gettysburg, man, they ran down the streets.
0: You could even fighting do.
1: through the town on, on, on July 1st, holy the first day. Shit. Yeah.
0: You could do 187th scale battle scenes and just do the fields. Oh, yeah. With our static grass applicator. Yeah, make some tall grass fields Ooh, and let's do it. That wouldn't let's be hard. Do some of that that wouldn't be hard to do at all. With our
1: free time, with all our free time. Yeah,
0: with so much free time we have.
1: <laughs> but, but no, you I. You know what I, else you I could, I really could do and really like to try something along that lines, especially since you know we're uh, history freaks. Well, this we is really getting this is really a, getting off. My favorite battlefield. This is really
0: getting off. No, it's not uh, the It's modeling, path, man. We could do the Reliance Mine Saloon model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's just a lump no. of, it's just a there, lump, a lump of black there, tarp over a. Yeah. Ah, oh, you don't laugh there at anything.
1: Just, oh no, I, I'm, I I'm agree. Just kidding. It, it's a, it's a shithole dive in, in, in town. It, it, <laughs> it's got, it's got you, you, go, you, go, you get your beer for like five dollars. It's a, got one, uh, light it. Like it. It's yeah. Yeah. one
0: light bulb in it. It's one light bulb hanging from the ceiling. Dungeon.
1: It's like a dungeon. It even looks like a dungeon. It has a. It says Reliance Mine. It looks like a mine shaft that you it's walk bad. down. It's it's off. It's, it's on the backside of a hotel, uh, so who
0: knows what goes on there, huh? So it's um, yeah. <laughs> hey, we could do Mama Lucia's. Remember that place? But no, that town. Uh,
1: let's let's go back to the town. Back to it, town. It's a town like that, and everybody in this country or all of our listeners have close by, there's his, there's history across our country. Well, and the and one thing that's cool about the one thing that's the one thing guns.
0: the one thing that's neat about. Uh, a town like Gettysburg is a lot of the architecture is recognizable pretty much everywhere you yes. go for that time uh, period. Train
1: station, there's a train station where Lincoln rode in on the night before or the day before. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But what I meant uh, was
1: full cool, cool looking, um, train station and inside the station, you can go there. It's free. You walk in, you walk into the old train station and they have in the front lobby of this train station they have a full um recreation uh, somebody modeled the train station and they modeled it in 1863 uh you know november of uh 17 of 1863 the day that lincoln rode in uh, to gettysburg and they they recreated that and um it, it's it's really it's really well done it's a and the, whoever modeled it did a great job. But anyways, there's buildings like that all over town, man. It's just insane, you know? Sorry. Yes.
0: I, anyways, all I was trying – yes, you're right. Correct. There is a billion uh, – This leads us to our main topic tonight, by the way, when we get there. Well, we're going to get there. So, That's actually part – and I'm going to skip what Greg's. well, I'm not going to skip what Greg said. I'll get to Greg. But yeah. – but what I did want to say before I get to what Greg said was the the um, the cool thing about architecture in Gettysburg or uh, any really kind of that Shenandoah Valley, Cumberland Valley type architecture from the Civil War, from really right. from Gettysburg south down through the valley, that whole area.
1: Right. Yeah. Emmitsburg. A lo- and- yeah. A yeah, lot. A lot of that
0: architecture there. is um, Frederick. Yeah, yeah, right. A lot of that architecture is repeatable uh, in a lot of different regions. So it's not like um, it's not like you, we couldn't do a building from Gettysburg and slam it down on our layout, and it would still blend in because yeah. a lot of those buildings, when you go to other towns in different parts of the country repeat that same kind of 1860s 1870s architecture yeah. um, it's not and that it wasn't, much different actually
1: it wasn't even 1860s it's probably 18, well it's older probably 1820s yeah. or 30s but but, yeah. you, but
0: you, you know what I mean I'm saying right, buil- sure, yeah. buildings that were standing during that 19th time
1: century. 19th century
0: yeah but yes exactly 19th century architecture which right. if you're doing a 1930s or 40s city would have definitely been in the city mm-hmm. um, especially older small towns um you would still find that architecture in the Midwest It's some some of the medium-sized towns in the in the Nashville or or Midwest area in some in some what are now big towns, but back then were smaller towns. Um, yeah, but yeah. So
1: I and I think that's great. I mean, this is that, rare that we that get gets, to talk about this kind of thing. Well, and, and I that, think it's a great topic because you know we build and build and build these models, and we, a lot of times I build a building or a kit, and I have no clue what. What the hell I just built? I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, and, and that's fine. I love it. It's, what would it's be, great, but it's nice. Ha- it's nice thinking about you know where where the design and ideas and things come from. What would from. be I really mean, cool
0: what? is to have these kit manufacturers um, when you have your when you have your instructions. If you if I this might actually get me to read instructions if the kit manufacturers explained what building they used as an inspiration. Some do.
1: The one I'm doing right now well, is uh, the, uh, I know, I know that uh, Carolina Craftsman Kits does that on several yes, buildings that I've done.
0: Yes. But I mean, so, kind of explain why they made the kit that way. And if it, if it was a thing, right. if it was something from the top of their head and they just, they just drew it up, explain it. Right. If it's something yeah. that they prototyped it, explain it. It'd be cool to kind right. of get the history of it. But that gets into our next topic. And that is, um, Kind of a subtopic of this one, and it's what we're going to continue to talk about once we get through the other questions. And that Mm -hmm. is from Greg Baker talking about um, the process behind uh, kit bashing or prototype and scratch building. So he wanted, Greg was asking us if we tackled any kind of prototype builds, and you've actually hit. Two prototype builds with that lighthouse, which I can't remember the name of that that lighthouse. West,
1: the West Quoddy Lighthouse. Uh, <laughs> it's actually actually what I did was it's West Quoddy. Well, you did Q U O D D Y, and it's in Maine, and it's it's I believe it, and I'm pretty sure of that because um, I looked it up. Okay, and um, I've done a lot of research on because I stayed it, at a Holiday
0: Inn Express last night. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a. I think it's the northernmost. On the East Coast, the northernmost lighthouse in the United States, right on the border, right, right at the end of the top of Maine. I mean, oh, that's it. Wow. Uh, yeah.
0: So it's um. Well, it that's is, fitting that it's on the very edge of our layout, then.
1: Right. And what I did though <laughs> is I did the lighthouse keeper's building. Yes. I did not. I made a lighthouse. The lighthouse itself wasn't west Quotey. The keeper's um, building. I, at some point,
0: I will do that. The rest but of the yeah. structures, other than the lighthouse, were. To 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 prototype for the rest of it, yeah. And you also did the Shiplap House in Annapolis, which I did the Shiplap House in Annapolis is a beautiful, beautiful build that you did. Um, Yeah. Our problem is it's so nice we don't know where to put it on the layout. But
1: (laughs) don't know where it fits in. (laughs) Well, what we could do, well,
0: easily, what what the easy way to fix it is to build a couple buildings that look similar to it and transition. I'm
1: going to. I, I thought about that
0: and transition them into the rest of the city.
1: Right. I have a couple others that surround it in Annapolis that I took photos of. And uh, maybe over the course of this year, before year's end, I will do them. They're not quite as big. Um, And then just kind of, yeah, build them and put them around them. And then I can just say, you know what? These three or four four buildings here are a recreation of uh, a a section of Annapolis. And it would be cool we could put it down near the waterfront. And we got cobblestone street where we bought, and we're going to be putting all cobblestone street on that low section of town what down would be really along, cool is along the
0: harbor. The shiplap house is. There's other surrounding buildings, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what we what would be really cool to do that is to find the name the name of the street that the shiplap house is on. Yeah, and build those surrounding four or five buildings, and yep. we could so actually was- name that street. On our layout, we could call it, say the name of it is. I'm just making shit up, but just call it Quincy Street. Yeah. We could say, hey, this is a, our Quincy Street section of our layout, and that is modeled yeah. that this whole section of the layout is modeled after Annapolis, the same street. Right. Right. And I know there's no probably no Quincy Street in Annapolis. I'm just making. Stuff
1: no, up. I I can't remember what the street was. I, it was easy enough to find out. Yeah, we'll Google figure map, it out. You know, Google Earth, Google Map, or whatever. You zoom in, you find it, and yeah. But uh, now. But um that, so, that was one of those ones. You wanna go ahead.
0: No, go ahead.
1: No, no, you were gonna say something.
0: I was gonna to go to the next topic.
1: I thought this was a, I thought this was gonna be our main topic Well, we have
0: a couple more questions. Oh. Go we'll ahead. come back. We'll come back. Keep that thought. Yeah. All right. Dan Pugach. Not a podcast topic, but a YouTube topic. You know what you asked and it's coming. That's all I'm gonna say. So <laughs> we're gonna do that video don't worry that is coming we'll have that video up this week um his other topic was said, what he put up an idea for a youtube video but i don't oh, want to okay, talk okay. about it until okay, we gotcha. do the youtube video yeah um, thanks for cluing me in beforehand thanks buddy you could have seen it it's on the questions you have yeah, access i told, to I'd already page. told you at the
1: beginning of the show that I'm, I'm behind i'm behind i fall behind
0: oh my gosh he suggested a topic for a youtube video like the awesome guy he is and uh <laughs> Yes, we will do that video. So uh, it's coming. Okay. Um, it will be up this week. Okay. So the other one, which I'm in love with, Dan, this is your, man, this this just jettisoned you to my favorite here, one of my favorites. He said, podcast topic, hockey and beer. Well, mm-hmm. I can cover both. We got playoffs going and I'm drinking a uh, New Belgium Brute IPA right now. So, I am
1: drinking Victory hot Devil IPA. Oh, dang. Hop Devil.
0: Well, I've never yes. had this brute, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Let me what read about the, hockey? Let me what re- do you want
1: to know about hockey? You lost me a beer. Oh. I mean, it's...
0: Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Anyways, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Sorry to anyone out there who's not a Capitals fan or a hockey Man, fan. we but...
1: just jinxed that. We just jinxed nah, it. Nah. Nah. Yeah.
0: Anyways. <sighs> All
1: right. Yeah, I don't want to get into hockey. Dan Banks. That'll never end.
0: No, we need a hockey podcast.
1: We're going to do one, remember? We talked about that.
0: Dan Pugach, because we got Dan Banks coming up next. But Dan Pugach, we're going to do a hockey podcast. You better follow us over there too soon. Anyways, we have to wait till next season. We can't start it now.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll start it in uh, like September. We'll get it ready, like preseason. Go right. with that. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're definitely doing a hockey. We are definitely doing a hockey podcast. My oh. mom's gonna hate my guts for that because we're gonna have two nights a <laughs> week and I gotta do this. And uh, oh. if it's hockey, we'll probably do it three times a week. You know that. Anyways, anyhow, well, we'll, we'll
0: figure that out. But okay, um, Dan Banks, Daniel Banks, uh, scratch building ideas, uh. How do you develop your build? This is something we're gonna cover, Daniel, um, once we get into that section after we get through the questions. But I'm just gonna read the question now to cover it and then just tell you how uh, we'll tell you how we do what you're asking once we get into the main meat of it here in the last part, the last half of this episode. So Dan was asking, um, How do you develop your build? Do you use any particular design tools? Do you just wing it, draw it out first? How do you do what you do? Uh, and that is something we're going to cover once we jump into that topic here in the yeah, second half of the podcast. Because it's all of the
1: above. Because so, yeah, and
0: and ev- my style is way different from my dad's style, and it'll be fun. But t- to save time on this, we're just going to to move on from that. And Ken threw some ideas in there too. Ken, um, thank you, you f- Kenny Anderson. What do you say? He uh, he's a visual person, so he mocks it up out of old boxes first. Yeah, which I've never done that.
1: I don't do that. Um, but I think I think a lot of people I've, do. I've seen other people some of do your it. Kit manufacturers do it. Well,
0: too. and Ron Kleiss actually said he cuts his yeah. out of like old, basically, basically cereal box cardboard. Yeah, um, yeah. and just oh. preassembles them that way. So we're all gonna right. get into all that on the second half. But I wanted to cover your question just to let you know we will hit it. Um, and then you wrote something in there, so don't give me this crap that you didn't see the questions, because you just wrote a giant thing in there. But, uh,
1: but I had but I
0: had some hob devil. You were talking so about the, the West Quaddy head light keeper house or something, or whatever you yeah, pronounce I did,
1: it. Yeah, I did, I did put that in there, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you must not have read the rest of it, but whatever.
1: I read some of it. I've, I mean, stuff gets added <laughs> all the time. I, you put something up, and then you come back. You all, know, right, two all, right, later, all right, all days later, six other things up there. Well, you did it
0: at 6 a.m. this morning, so maybe you forgot.
1: I was, I was just settling into my desk. All right.
0: Next thing. Last question. Jeff Fleischer. Welcome back, Jeff, by the way. I know you were busy. I'm glad to see you back in here and participating with our questions. Um, I know you had a busy winter. Um, but adding foundations to existing kits, how do you handle new grade lines like a garage that is now higher, etc.? Do you match the foundation to the grade or build the foundation square and build the grade around it? So... Both, yes. I mean, both. Does, does that answer your I mean, sometimes question? You have to. Yes.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I think it all depends. Well, <laughs> it depends.
0: Well, and 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 we did this with um, well, we're actually doing this right now with Chuck's Meats. Right. Where yeah. we moved <laughs> Chuck's Meats. <laughs> yeah. And by also, the way, that
1: is um, uh, the Bar Mills uh, butcher shop thing. What the heck they call that? I renamed it Chuck's Meats. Oh, it's Chuck's Meats. But, yeah, and, um, but that's what it is. It's anyways, Chuck's nuts, dang it. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, so what we did was we wanted to put that kit that we did um, on two different levels. So we actually broke the building apart. We actually physically broke the building into two pieces um, yep. carefully, like a surgery. Well, and, it was uh, two
1: pieces anyways. Well, it was, it was a...
0: glued together. So we had to surgically right. detach them again because right. you must have put like six layers of I don't even know, like six layers of Gorilla Glue in there because it was a a pain in the butt to break break apart. But um, what we did was we adapted that building since it was a two-part building to fit two different levels. But also with um, like a building, a kit that I kit bashed, which was Columbo Breads, uh, which I'm like 99% done with, by the way. You saw it. I think it turned out
1: yeah. Oh, it's it's that's that's a that's I'm that's happy. A really, I'm happy that's with another that one. badass structure. To, yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, so you I actually
1: totally get back that, man. You just started. You just jacked all that together. It's like four kits.
0: It's four kits, and I didn't really even have a plan. I just kind of yeah. I don't. It so this great. is we're, overhangs. We're gonna get into that. Forches. We're gonna get into that on the next half of this episode. Like I said, it's coming right. up. But I don't really. plan jack squat. I don't do. I don't plan stuff. I just do it. Um, and I do. So what, that'll be cool to talk about in a little bit. But what I did was I built that up on a platform, and then what I'm going to do is actually grade the rest of the foam that's already on the layout to match that platform to match yeah. the foundation that I added. Um, I
1: wish, I wish that I could do like you do, mm. and just I, I cannot. I do not have that ability. It's a it, it. It takes a certain person, I don't, to be able to just not have a plan and go and wing it and just bang it out. I mean, I I really don't have. I I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to. I just yeah, don't have it. it. It's a it's a. Yeah, I
0: everyone's can't. Everyone's got their own thing. Like, um, yeah, you know, I wish. And and then, <laughs> this the, I hope this don't come off as us like stroking each other's egos over here, but you know I'm. I think I'm a, I'm a little better at laying all the pieces out. That I so if I get a kit, if I get two or three kits that I want to kit bash, or I have um, this is even cooler. Uh, and we're starting to get into what we're starting to get into the scratch build topic. So I want to hold off. Well, let's for, just
1: get in there. Now. Well,
0: I want to finish the foundation thing for Jeff. So okay. the answer is yes to everything. A sometimes I'll adapt the foundation of the building to match. The terrain. terrain that we already carved. Uh, for instance, we did a DPM kit. Shock, I know. We did a plastic kit, everybody. But
1: yeah.
0: I have an old DPM row home that I did, uh, which I think turned out pretty pretty nice for a DPM row home. And really? uh, it is what it is. I mean, it's a rectangular DPM row home. But yeah. what we did with that was we actually built a foundation on the layout then to adapt... to the side of a hill that way the building sits flat now there's been other circumstances where i've built a foundation to fit on the building and then have the uh when i put it where i need it on the layout i'll adapt the layout found the layout um scenery and terrain shape to match that that building then
1: yeah you you know uh, yeah, you can build a hillside up the side of a building. You, I, I and did that on that one lower end of the yeah the building where you put the old Dick, uh, um, <laughs> <the>
0: Billy. <building. laughs> well, uh,
1: put that sign old, whatever it is, old Nick,
0: old Nick. Tastes like the old, old Nick. Time,
1: yeah, and, and so it's um, <laughs> you know, but that <laughs> that old building sat on that corner.
0: Yeah, and, and you adapted carved, you adapted the scenery I, I, to fit the building.
1: But I hid part of the wall. Is hidden. Yes. Because it, 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 on the one end, it's it's the, the uh, hillside. It it cuts into the hillside. Yep. So you can't see the one side of the building because it's it's basically now underground, which is fine. It looks
0: like it's built that way. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it looks that's... like it was made to fit that structure. It, I mean, it right. looks like the structure was made to fit the scenery now.
1: Right. But then there's another op. There's another aspect to what. Greg is Greg asked that question. Jeff, I'm sorry, Jeff. Okay, Jeff. There's another. Uh, there's another aspect that we're not touching here, is the fact that sometimes you have your layout built and you have your your town or your 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 landscape and your scenery's done, and you. In our case, it's urban. So we let's say we want to change a building out. Well, we need to, you know we're going to have to adjust that building to fit the landscape. Or mm-hmm. we're going to have to, like, in some cases, it's flat. Some cases, it's up the hill. Some cases, it's, you know, built into the side of the hill. But if you're going to remove a piece, let's say you have a, a, already had a layout for years and you decide you're going to take out a, a, a building or a row of buildings and put some other bigger structure in to fill that space – I mean, obviously, you're going to have to build that structure now to fit your landscape, uh, to fit it in there. If you're starting from, you know, a lot of the determining factor depends on how far along your layout is. So if your layout is already... You know, if, if it's in construction, it's very easy to do. If, you're, if your layout is completed and you're going to redo a small section of it uh, to fit a certain building or remove another building or something like that, you're going to have to make those adjustments and, and such, you know, either to your terrain or to the building. And I think that's the largest factor that we can talk about mm-hmm. here on that. You know, I mean, I really do. I mean, um, you know, it's really tough for us to say because right now a lot of our – we have a lot of unfinished –
0: we well, yeah. got a lot
1: to put down. Yeah. Yet. I mean, we're, we're, we, we, we well, set and, our- And I don't want to do scenery. One, well, I don't want to
0: do a lot of scenery yet because I want to put a lot more structures down.
1: Right. Exactly. So we're kind of- Yeah. So I'm avoiding, like I'm doing the one section of the, of the town where some of the buildings are going uphill yeah. along with the roads and sidewalks and then- I'm building the buildings into the side of the hill on the flat levels. I'm putting you know city structures side by side, hiding each other, little alleyways, all kinds of little ways that they're not all the buildings are facing the same way on the streets. I mean, it, it's and then and then, of course, I'm not putting other, uh, any other detail on yet because I'm not anywhere close to being done. So I'm not putting, you know, I'm not adding my telephone poles right. and my street signs and, uh, you know, that type of thing. And I'm not even done with, I, I, I'm, I'm barely even touched doing sidewalks. Uh, I'm starting to add that now. And, you know, it, it's all a matter. It's like, it's like playing Sim City on a computer. <laughs> it is. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically trying to do like a city simulator and you're re- and you're building it the way you need to have it built. And, um, and you'll play around and move this here and move that there and knock this down in the, you know, it's just like the game in a way, but, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's all gradual steps. And then, like I said, it's, it could change a hundred times before you, before you get settled into where you want it. And, uh, anyway, so I think a lot of it has to determine on how far along
0: your layout is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's different, but, uh, I think that kind of answers your question. I hope. So let's get into uh, let's get into our main thing, which we we were kind of dabbling back and forth with, and that is how we kitbash or how we scratch build and some of our techniques.
1: Right, sure. So, well, let's start with scratch building because that's your thing, and then you know how long winded I get, and I'll talk about prototype.
0: So I haven't done a scratch build in a little while. Um, Well, I lied. So I'm working on one. Uh, for one of our patrons uh, and we'll be working on another one for another patron coming up uh, how do I do it your scratch so,
1: building technique is a lot like your kit
0: bashing technique. so with my scratch building let me take okay JG Woolworth that was probably my favorite scratch build that I did uh no mm-hmm. I lied Olgas Olgas okay, Olgas was cool was crazy. They're both cool. Olga's was crazy because of all the gables in the roof. Yeah. See, gables, gables and dormers gables, and yeah. dormers
1: and gables and gables. And there dormers. were no dormers.
0: It was all gables. <laughs> no, no. But but wait, were they gables? Were they dormers? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so let me just say the roof on Olga's was pretty crazy. And if you aren't familiar with Olga's, I'll put a picture of Olga's up um, in this week's show notes. Uh, Olga's was a lot of fun. It's I don't even know what what the it be, well,
1: I'm going to have to paint a big, fat, ugly woman named Olga. Oh, one of yeah. These, no, 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 no.
0: no, you know what we need to find is um we need to find I got all those figures. We need to find like an old 20s or 30s of like painting of a voluptuous, a really like big, big, just voluptuous woman. Olga
1: holding uh, uh, like a beer stein.
0: Yeah, but like yeah, like an old German-looking <laughs> painting, and then I'll make it into a giant wall sign for one side of that building.
1: Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I don't really know what that building oh, is.
1: I have a German. I have some German figures that they set in this Prizer unpainted figures. Yeah. I got a bunch of them. I got a couple. I got a couple women German women, and I'll paint them in their in their leaderhoods and all that crap. Because yeah. what is it? it? It's like a seaside store.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's no reason we can't turn it into anything else we want okay, to. Okay, let's get let's get so, on that. So, anyways, it really not turned when I already. did when I did Olga's, and when I did JG Woolworth uh, building, um, I really didn't. Uh, and I'm gonna put photos of both of them in the show notes because you you guys have probably seen them previously, uh, but uh, it's good re- a refresher if you have seen them, and if you haven't seen them, you can tell you know what I'm talking about. But those were scratch builds. What else did I do with a scratch build? I feel like I've done a. I'm looking over there. You've done a bunch of. I did scratch the chief stuff. paint one. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's a kind of scratch I'm not build. Not quite sure what that building is. <laughs> that's like a scratch that's build. Cool. It's like part brick and
1: part. It's uh, a scratch w- build mishmash. It's brick on bottom, and it has yeah. It's it's a it's a scratch it's like build a kit, kit bash. bash. Yeah.
0: It's a a, a scratch bash. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> hey, did we just make a new term up? A scratch <laughs> bash. Scratch bash. <laughs> it's,
1: got, it's got um. It's probably said. It's probably been said a million times. And they, and they have um, no,
0: no. We uh, made it up tonight, just right now. <laughs> but it's a lower April 9th two thousand nineteen. We founded the name Scratch with Bash,
1: wood, with clapboard siding wood so, on top. well,
0: what it is is a DPM building on the bottom. Yeah. With a scratch-built wood top. And I actually found the inspiration for it on um, uh, George Is one of George Selyos' buildings. And he had an old brick building that, well, he had a, a bottom brick building and a top wood structure that was added to the top of that brick building. Right. And uh, mine has more of a storefront. His, I don't think his had a storefront, but I loved what he did so much. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that's done this. You've seen something on George's layout and you're like, oh, my God. I have yeah. to do something like that, so I yeah. kind of got some inspiration for him on it, and uh, I turned but my.
1: The, but the sign you put on the oh was, the chief paints the chief paints, and it, it sits on the top of the layout right now, so it's at the top of the city. So when you're looking down from the harbor up at it, should I you see this
0: giant chief paint? Sign should I repaint over? the rest of that building though? Because it's like navy, it's like turquoise. I don't know. I think it looks cool. All right. Well, so what yeah, I did was. So let me let me. Talk about how I did those. All right. Yeah, you do that. I'll, I'll be right back.
1: I had to make a run.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs>
1: so you go you go ahead and talk about okay. that. And I'll be all right. right
0: there. So um, the one thing that I do, uh, maybe not with the Scratch Bash building, which is kind of a, like I said, it's a DPM bottom and the top part is, is Scratch built. But with my Scratch builds, I might be kind of, hopefully someone else out there can um, relate to what I do. But I look at the piece of blank piece of wood and I just, I don't know, I can, I can see what I'm going to build from the wood. I don't have to, I don't know how I do it, but I, I just start cutting and I don't really think much about what I'm doing. I just, as I start to cut the wood and I start to... Uh, uh, I'm back. I was just explaining that as I start to cut the wood, the clapboard siding for my scratch builds that um, I go into it really without a plan. And as I start to develop pieces of walls, it just kind of comes together in my mind. It's not like it's something that I even um, think about much until I start scratch building. I just start hacking and whacking away at my Wood. that's a terrible, that's a terrible line. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. I just,
0: <laughs> you're going to go blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Uh, what time this did is I... Your
1: father, this is your father telling you you're going to go blind.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my god, I got tears. Anyways, well, (laughs) since we went there, anyways, uh, how do I recover from this? All right, well, I'm afraid to drink my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez Louise! I can't, I can't breathe. All right, so really. this is why we have guests. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't say lines like that.
1: Oh, my word.
0: Uh, well, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> but uh, so basically, as I start to cut pieces out of my blank scrap, I mean, my blank um, piece of siding, my blank piece of scale lumber, it just happens. I don't really even think about it. I don't plan it. I just, I just start cutting wall sections out and I see what happens um really and what I, and
1: that's what I was talking about earlier I don't I don't have I don't I I I just can't do that I'm not I mean, afraid of do that
0: I'm not afraid of um like wasting I, any wood because I know I'm not going to waste any of it I just have this confidence once once I start to cut the wall pieces out right. that it's just going to work so I just right. go into right. it and I just start chopping away
1: and some people can do that. Look at Frank Varga. I believe he yeah. I, he plans a lot of it, but exactly. I know he has it in his head and he just kind of goes. I, I, I can't. I have to. Mine's got to be planned out. I got to think it out. But go ahead.
0: So that's how I do a lot of my scratch building is kind of just almost with a blindfold on and I just start chopping. Um, I really don't think much about it. I will say with Olga's, um, Olga's was a little different because... Uh, the Olga's building that I did was um, there. What I did have an old. What would you call that picture I had? It was like an old draw. It was a drawing of it.
1: It was some kind of like it looked like a giant fruit basket or what the
0: hell was that on the side? Are you down there? Yeah, I'm looking at old. What do you? I don't have the photo well, anymore. Well, just run
1: down there and look at it. What
0: Take are you talking about? No, 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 no. The sign? Oh, oh, I thought you're talking about Olga's sign. No, Olga's has the oysters. The Tabasco oysters sign. Oh on the yeah, side. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about which. That's a cool sign. The Tabasco it oysters is a sign. Cool sign. You guys are gonna have the photos of these three buildings I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, on the show notes. But anyways, um, no, I had a photo of Olga's, which really wasn't a photo. It was like an old pencil sketch of Olga's from the, who knows what time, 1910. We'll just make up a date. But yeah. uh, I had. Well, that's kind of a prototype. Yeah, it is. But I, I still went. The, I still went off of off the like right, right. prototype with it. And I didn't measure anything. I don't measure my scratch builds either. Uh, that's the other thing. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know how you do that. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Go so ahead.
0: I don't measure my scratch builds. Um, and I do it based off of the height of how tall I know a story would be. Yeah. I hope that makes sense.
1: Right, you you, so, you can visually, you can somehow. I don't know how you do it, because I, I had to use a scale rule, and um, you just visually do it and, and and make it happen. You you'll make the floor. You're not measuring any of that extra stuff. I measure it not with. Like, I measure it with, with a, a door. door. Yeah, a door. A door. Okay. Yep. See, and I I I had I had to measure mine out. I mean, I, I really do by a scale foot. The whole so works, you I know, know that
0: I know that most doors. Not all, but most entry doors are a set size. So um, to scale, they should be the same size. So I use those doors plus a little extra padding per story, um, right. and that's how I do my floors for every floor. And they turn out looking when you when you hold them up to any other kit, they look identical as far as height.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you do it, um, and I look at it when you're done, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, it's the scale as all the other buildings and kits we have in the layout. And, and it's, you know, the floors are the same, the, 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 windows and doors, I mean, they're cut out. So that's, EUs, that's this how,
0: all works. I don't know how it happens, but that's kind of how my evil brain works with, with yeah. those. Um, and I'm working on a scratch build right now. Like I said, it is a, I'm just going to give everyone a little hint cause I will have photos of it up, but it is for a patron, um, because he has a different level of patronage. It is, um, a electrical supply building and that's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, that is uh, coming soon. Uh, I will have photos of it when I'm done before I ship it out. But um, I'm doing the same way. I really, it ends up being to scale. I'm paying a little bit more attention to scale on this one just because it is for somebody else. So Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want it to look really like really bad and they measure it like, (laughs) what the hell is this? But uh, uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, But that's just how I do it. That's how I do my scratch builds. Um, My kit bashes are pretty much the same way, except I don't have to cut walls and windows. Um, I just kind of lay all the pieces out. Like with Columbo's. I had four kits, which was, I don't know how many walls, probably 16 to 20 different walls. And uh, I laid them all out and I just started throwing them together. I I used painter's tape and I I, I, um, took little painter's tape squares and I started taping walls together and that was it. That's how I did it, yeah. and then I just went. I just went from there. So uh, that one's a little bit more methodical because I, I you did already it. had the walls. I had the walls, but I had a method with it. I was pre-assemble. Okay. I was doing a dry run assembly with it with painters yeah. tape. So yeah, um, I knew what it would look like once I figured out how I wanted the walls configured because I had them taped together. Um, yeah. and that's something that we talked about last week with ITLA. Right. Um, right. He they do something very similar, so yeah, that that's was how, a great
1: podcast. By the way, that's
0: how I yeah. do it, and um, I don't know how it's just something that comes to my it. I can just see it before I do it. So some people have to draw them out. I know um we had Jason on, and Jason says he draws all his out before he does them. Uh, I yeah, don't know. Does. I don't know what Frank does. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, Frank, man. This is nuts, Frank. If if, know, if man, you're how, if, does,
1: how do you even if, you if you're like if you if you use cereal boxes to make Frank's Frank, you'd have to have a hundred cereal boxes. I'd have to wait you'd a year. A one so Frank, Frank, if, if you're
0: if you're um if you're listening to this, let us know how you <laughs> do. I want to know how you plan it. Um, so yeah. hit us up if you are listening. I kind of want to hear. What your yeah. process is for scratch building and kit bashing? Um,
1: I can't imagine him make him make. I any, do know. Uh, I do know. I, remember, I think he said something about that. Though. Well, I
0: remember Frank. He does talking, mockups. Well, that and I remember Frank talking about it when he gets when he sees even when he's looking at the photo. And this is kind of how my brain works with kit bashes. When I'm looking at the photos before I even get the kit in my hand, I I remember Frank talking about this. By the way, he was saying that like uh, especially for the terminal kit that he just well not just did but he's blew it out of the water the terminal kit he said that before he even got his hands on it as soon as he ordered it he was checking out all the photos and just looking at ways he was going to change things up and add this or remove that cut this out he was already doing it in his head so i'm I'm kind of you know blown away at at that too because he's able to um
1: yeah, it's, it's a whole different that's a whole different world. There, well, he's man. just I mean,
0: envisioning it before he does it, but yeah. Frank's is just crazy. So, right. Anyways, let's go on to you. How do you how do you do it? Because I know yours is well, like the old well, man we're, method here.
1: Are we going to talk about prototype? Are we going to talk about prototype or how I do? Because I haven't done any. I haven't done scratch built. I did one scratch built. The one that's sitting on the on well, the pier. But album your
0: prototype is a scratch build.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely. So it's a prototype, scratch build. It, it, okay, you, so let's go. They right there.
0: are scratch builds, but they're.
1: Uh, so let's but go they're, but they're the scratch builds. They're, they're
0: scratch builds without freedom. You're 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 right. adhering to a very okay. direct so set of if, measurements.
1: Right, and 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 as a result of that, let's start with less Quadi. Quadi
0: okay. or Quadi.
1: Quoddy, Quoddy, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. doing did the research, you think I know how to
0: pronounce it's, it, right? Isn't so, Dan's up in Maine, right? Dan, how do you pronounce it?
1: But the question is... <laughs> what the... What the
0: hell are you doing over there?
1: I don't know. I turned the volume down on my phone, but... What did you, okay, you say? Okay, Google? Yeah. Stupid, stupid thing. Stupid thing. They haven't mastered that one. So, um, anyhow, <laughs> the um, the... But Wes, oh Wes shoot! You know, what you, you know what I just realized. You know what I just realized. What we just did. Take forever for me
0: to tell. You know stories. what I just did. Yes, we just said what? okay, G O O G L E on the yeah. podcast, and anyone here that has an Android phone, it's gonna set that damn thing off on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. everybody. Oh my gosh.
1: So anyhow, um, I when I do the uh, when I when I did that particular model. Um, it was a lighthouse keeper's building, and then the, 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 the there were some outbuildings. It was well.
0: like a almost like an out, not an outhouse. Well, but but here's how it comes
1: to be. Okay, uh, we were talking earlier about like if I go to Gettysburg, there's like a series of houses there that I definitely at some point in my life I'm going to model. Okay, and and then same with Annapolis. I walked around the town, and there's other ones that I took photos of, and I'm going to model them. Okay, I've never been to this lighthouse. But I was in the library looking at – we wanted a lighthouse for our harbor. And so I went to the library and I – and yes, that's that place that has books. You know what books are? Books are things with pages. What's a book? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I went to the library and – I'm reading uh, a badass book right now, by the way. There's about uh, 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 – there's a a bunch of different um, books on lighthouses there. And a lot of it's phot- photographic, and uh, the one big one, it was like one of those coffee table type books, and you can't check it out of the library. But I was glancing through it, and uh, it had that West quadi light- lighthouse. And so I, um, I was like, wow, that's great. Well, I can't use the lighthouse, so it doesn't, it won't really match up with the lighthouse that I have already that I was al- that I had already built, okay. And but I need a lighthouse keeper's building. And I love the design on this. It's really, really cool. It's all white and it has like a burgundy um, trim and burgundy mm-hmm. um, roof on it. And um, the the actual uh, the actual shingles on top are like a, a burgundy color. And um, it was just it was just really awesome for me to look at. I caught my eye. It was one of those ones I wanted to do. And I was like, this is it. This is the one right here. Well, you know it's gonna look cool on the end right out in that little bar that goes out over the, over the harbor mm-hmm. at the end of the harbor and um, it's almost like a jetty yeah and yeah right so I, I found what I wanted to do so I started researching uh, looking in some of the books in the library. Okay, which were helpful, but they basically just told the history of that, or not even so much the history, so much as where it's located, and and uh, you know, and it gave like a couple paragraphs that talked about the lighthouse. I said, well, that ain't enough, you know me. Mm -hmm. That's not enough information for me. So I went home, started uh, started rifling through the internet and uh, googling it, and uh, just trying to figure out what you know what would work. And uh, what what it was, you know, any information I could find on this thing. And I came across, luckily, there was um, a site on there that had the actual, um, uh, it was from a historical society of somewhere up there. I can't remember offhand. And you get lucky like this. Yeah. And I got lucky like this twice, by the way. Um, And it had, like, all of the, you know, the the photos from every angle of this building, you know, I mean, every angle and all the angles of the outbuilding. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Now on that, I didn't have blueprints or anything. Okay. So what I did and one of the questions that we talked about was I used photographic, photographic material is what you need to do a lot of times plus research. Okay. And we've talked about that with a lot of our guests and they said, well, they, you know, you got to do your research and, and you, you know, and you have to go with photographic uh, material if you can to try and recreate it. So what you were talking about earlier is, you know, measuring, you know, the height of your doors and your windows and things like that. So I started checking out, you well, know, what kind of windows were, there were, there were some old photographs from back in the, you know, black and white era. And, um, and then there were color photographs, and of course, over the course of time, this building has changed several times. I mean, it's it, it's been restored I mean, and, it's kind of you old. know, it's been repainted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a historical landmark. And so I was like, okay, well, I, I you know, they've tried to keep it pretty much the same. They've added a, on the front end of the building – there is a handicap access rampway and everything else. So you got to kind of, I, I kind of threw that out of my head because, you know, I don't want that, you know I mean? It's, it, it, you know, as important as that is today for visitors, that's great. But, but it doesn't help me for my modeling. No. So, um, you know, especially if I'm doing the 1930s and forties. So the yeah, um, ADA looking, stuff wasn't really a, a big, <laughs>
0: right? unfortunately right, exactly. in the thirties, ADA wasn't really a priority.
1: Right. Exactly. And so I, um, I started looking at a lot of the black and white photos and then um, realized it when it started going, what took, one of the questions I had was, is, is the burgundy and white the actual color it was back then? And then I, I, I'm guessing it was, but one of, the, one of the things that made me remember in the 19, well, you don't remember, but I <laughs> well, don't continue, remember, please. remember either, but 1940s and oh, 50s. I remember that fondly. They had postcards, <laughs> or old postcards, and they were, like, oh, colorized. Shoot. They were, like, drawings that were colorized. Did you just turn off our
0: internet? No. More, oh, uh, okay. Don't worry about Spill it. Spill a beer. No. No. Okay. No, God, no. I didn't commit that okay. kind of a heinous crime. <laughs> so,
1: uh, you know, uh, they went to post – there were postcards, and I found some What's a postcard? Yeah, really, huh? So I found <laughs> – what's the post office? So I found um, what the um, – uh, I found these postcards from the 30s and 40s and, you know, where they, they colorized them or it might even have been earlier than that, I don't know. And they were online and they had the same color schematic as what they do now uh, as present day as a b- being restored. And um, so I was like, wow, wow, they kept the coloring. So that's good. That's part of research. So now I don't have a schematic as far as uh, you know, drawings of any kind, um, but um, I use my... I, I used my head and figured out, you know, what just by looking at photographs, what the actual length should be and kind of measured it out to make it scale to what we want to bring it down to. And then I started, you know, it, you know guessing the height of you know, the foundation and the height of the, the walls and the roof and the angle pitch and that type of thing. And I started measuring with my HO scale rule. Um, it's a Micro Lux Modelers Railroad. Which, by the way, railroad.
0: you got me one. I love it. Yeah,
1: and you can measure every square foot. I mean, you can. Argue, and then what I did was I drew it out on paper, uh, so I made my own blueprints, which I still have to this day, by the way. Um, And I it, I put it on every wall was a separate sheet. And, uh, you know, just eight, eight and a half by 11 sheet of white paper and I drew it out and, you know, did it kind of like, like an architect might or, you know, an architect or engineer might do. And I just kind of measured it out and, and drew it out. I mean, everything put down my scale footage and then um, decided I was going to uh, need to order windows for this thing. So, um, and that's a key thing. I mean, I want to order windows. I need to have the right kind of windows. I want to see how many panes there were. I believe there were nine pane windows. And uh, on on a lot of them, some were bigger, nine pane windows, and some were smaller. So I went to Titchy, which they have a wonderful site. And Titchy has all of your windows. uh, You know, they show you how big they are, but then they also do something else really cool. They tell you the size of that window and what opening right. you would need to make it fit. Before you even get them. Before you even get them. So I started drawing it out with the sizes they gave me, wrote down the windows that I needed, ordered them from, ordered them online, and got them in the mail. And, uh, started, and, it, and of course, they fit, because I'd already started cutting the walls, okay, which was kind of stupid. Uh, in hindsight, I don't think I would do that again. I would think I would wait right. until the windows arrived and before I started cutting the window openings, but no, I was impatient. Didn't matter. It worked. Okay. And so the measurements that Titchi gives you are in your, um, you know, our digital me- measurements. So you would have, um, you know, you would need to get a, you know, a little digital, uh, composite digital caliper. Okay. And you know, it's, and I measured all of my walls with the caliper. You need to have one. I picked this up at uh Harbor Freight. Cost me nine ninety nine. And I still have it here. I've been using it for years. It works great. I never it t- it takes no batteries. It's I think it's solar. And um and it's great. It's uh it, and when you stop using it, if you forget to turn it off, it shuts itself off. It's like I said, it's solar. Um but it's uh it's great. It's a great little tool. It's invaluable. I used that with the actual MicroLux uh, model railroad rule, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I did the I did the transa- the trans what do you call that anyway I did the uh, measurements I scaled
0: it down um, scaled it
1: down using those those two tools.
0: You mean okay. the conversion?
1: The version, yes.
0: Would you say transaction? So,
1: yeah, <laughs> what the heck? So, but I used those. I used the caliper and the model railroad rule to To draw out my 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 walls and and where I would put the windows and doors and such, uh, cut the roofs, uh, the size of the walls, all that, and I I drew it all out, every detail, both in the scale footage, and then in the um and I on each edge of each wall I would write the actual in tiny form or in tiny tiny letters I would write um you know the the size in by, you know, the digital, you know, in, in, inch, inches, you know, whatever. Um, and you're full it's of it's, good
0: vocabulary right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, this is what I did. I just drew the number. I wrote the numbers out based on the caliper. Yeah, right, right. Next right. To the, uh, right next to each wall line, okay, each window line, each doorway line. And then I had it all on paper, and then I drew the thing out, onto the wood itself onto the uh clapboard siding I had some uh sheets of clapboard siding that i ordered the three by sixes i believe they were or six uh well it might have been the six by 24 so i guess six six inches by 24 sheets and i measured it out on this and um cut it all out uh after i drew it on i cut it out which was painstaking but i did it and uh and then I went from there and I copied every detail of that building and put it on there. Now mm-hmm. that is that version, okay? That was that building. Uh, and that was fun. That was fun to do. Um, that's how I did that building. It turned out I thought it turned out great. It had all the the extra side buildings and jut-outs and everything as you know, it was a really cool looking roof and I even matched the chimneys and ordered special chimneys to put on top. And they had three chimneys, like this double wide chimneys, you know. Um, and then then the other building I did was the shiplap house. And that was what we talked about earlier in, in historic Annapolis. It's down near the waterfront. And um, it was it's a neat building, but partially brick and partially clapboard, and then partially board and batten. Okay. Um and it's a mix of all three, but um, I now that one I went down to on a trip uh, to Annapolis for the weekend, to, toured the whole town, the historic district, took photos of this, and the you know the Naval Academy. I did the whole tour. It was a great time, but I loved the little town. It was it would be a great town to model if you're just going to model a town. Um, but um, and I loved this house. I thought it was so cool. So I told. Uh, my wife, that I was going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build that house, you know. And I took photos from every angle I possibly could, except for the rear side of the house, which you couldn't get to because they have fences all around it. And on the back side of their house, they share yards with buildings that you can't get to to see the back side. So those photos I had to find online, and they were old historic photos, and I found them. Um, but then I did something else. That historical society. Had the actual blueprint measurements and everything available online. I believe it's from National Historic National Historic Society of Annapolis, I believe, or National Archives or something. Mm -hmm. But I found the actual blueprints and I was able to print them out on their PDF. I printed them out on the eight and a half by eleven sheets, and I had my drawing. You know, I mean, basically, I still had to. I still had to scale it like I did with the other one, but now I had actual measurements because in the corner of the drawings, it tells you it had a scale. I mean, this, 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 it was a one inch scale and it measured, you know, per foot on it. And I was like, Oh, this is great. I mean, it really helped me. And once I got it all drawn out, I posted up a picture of my drawings up onto Facebook and uh, into our group page. And um it was I mean onto our hsk Customs page. And um uh Kenny Chris, uh Kenny <laughs> Kenny Crump uh uh saw it <laughs> and uh from Casey's workshop and he contacted me and said, Hey, you know, he's from down there. He's from he lives near Annapolis. Yeah. And uh when he's and very he said, familiar with
0: that that right. building, and he
1: that's his, it's his backyard, you know. And he's like, "Ah, oh, or he did, or something. I don't know if he's still lives there. I don't know how he lives." But anyways, <laughs> he said, um, "He, you know, he said, I, 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 can, you know, anything you need help with, let me know." He said, "I might be able to help you out with the brickwork on that." So, uh, I said, "Okay, well, what about uh, could you cut? Could you laser cut these brick walls for me? Because that would be awesome. Because it has full side brick walls, and it goes all the way up from the from the foundation up to the Gables, Top of the gables. And um, it had um, – and, and, you know, in a couple of days, he took my drawings that I sent to him, and he laser cut them for me. And thank you very much, Kenny, for that. That was wonderful. He's a hell of a guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he laser cut these onto really nice wood, even the super tall chimneys that come to him that are attached, and he even cut the backside of the chimney so he gives it that – three-dimensional look to it it was it was just awesome it matched my roof everything everything matched up great they're they're like they go they they tower over the top of the house they're they're really cool chimneys and um there's one at each end he did the the brick walls for both sides of the brick sides and uh it was just it was it was awesome he i gave him the measurements for the windows he cut them out to scale and i put them um they were you know um uh, the windows were um, shoot. What do they call that? Um, um, now we were talking about last week. God dang it! The, the uh, windows that you stick into the into the masonry into windows. Masonry windows. Yeah. So it's a, You know, I put masonry windows in. Um, but I, you know, again, I used those tools to make it happen, and um, you know, the rest was just finding the pieces you need to make it work. I mean, luckily he came through with the, with the brick. I would have came through with the brick, but I would have probably went out and bought brick plastic styrene brick sheeting or something like that, you know, and cut them myself. But no, man, he did laser cut uh, brick wall for me and it turned out awesome. It was custom. And, uh, it was, that was a hell of a nice thing he did. So, but, um, you know, it turned out great. And, but it all came from research and finding the things that you needed to do. I mean, what you need to do when you're researching is to exhaust every bit of researching you can to get every bit of information to make your building right. to what you want it to be.
0: Yeah, the more information, the better. And especially with historic buildings, you have the ability nowadays with a lot of archives, whether they're um, yeah. federal, state, or local archives, you have the ability to go into these uh, community archives or, or government archives and grab blueprints for a lot of historic buildings if, you, if you're right. interested in building them. Um, right. And so, it's all free. Well, the best part? It is. It's all free. You can go in to a lot of these archives. I know our, our local county, Cumberland County, has archives. I know mm-hmm. that the local... Well, I don't live in the borough, but my local, my nearest borough, um, has a couple buildings. Um that are it's a very 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 small town, but they have a they even have their own historical society where you can go get original blueprints for buildings that don't even exist anymore that were yeah. historical buildings and all that's left now is a foundation. Yeah. Um, but it's a, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, they were old his Civil War buildings, um, yeah. and they're they're cool. There's old photos of them, and I wouldn't mind trying them. It's just a fact of uh, where yeah. do you, you know what do you do with them. Yeah. So exactly. if anyone, so anyway, so if I anyone, this. oh, go ahead, go yeah. ahead, go. No, no, go, go, go. I was just gonna no, say, sure. if you're interested in getting any historical stuff, um, most of it's all free, and it, and you did that with the shiplap house, where you yeah. actually got free blueprints for it, them.
1: Yeah, I got lucky on that one. I was oh. really lucky. Yeah, but I mean, there's other buildings out there from the historical societies, societies that had the actual original drawings before they built those. These, these were the original drawings. Yeah, uh, of this building, which was really cool. Well, you got copies. Yeah, I got copies. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm saying there were copies of the original. Yeah, drawings. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it was which is awesome. Right. You know, but now one of the things on this building that was really cool, you know, is it, it also it adds to the life of the building is the uh, shake shingles that are on top. They're the old wood style shake shingles that you see on the roof that are, you know, hand laid and cut. I mean, this thing has been restored and it's kept that way, you know, by, uh, the town of Annapolis. But, um, you know, you go up into New England, you'll see a lot of hand cut shake shingles on roofs and stuff in sea towns. It's the same type of thing. And, you know, Annapolis doesn't really, uh, fall far from it, it, it has a, a lot of the same similar looks as a lot of new England towns. Anyhow, um, I was going to, you know, I went out and bought some wood and I was going to cut my own, uh, from some veneer that I bought and, I uh, put a post up about that. And guess who contacts me? Kenny contacts <laughs> me. Hey, I'm trying, I'm, I'm interested in trying to start making some shake shingles. And, uh, I, I have lots of, piles of veneer here. And I want to try it on and blah, 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 blah. And he said, I'm going to, you know, I, Hey, I'll, I'll try and make you some and I'll send them to you. Well, they were awesome. They were self-adhesive and he had non-adhesive ones and self-adhesive ones. He sent me a batch of both and I worked with both to try it. Uh, but actually I had more luck with the non-adhesive ones. And um, and just glued them on myself, and they turned out awesome. It, it's an amazing looking roof, and we'll we we'll, we'll maybe put a photo up of the roof of that thing. Um, but it turned out awesome, and then I weathered it and you know covered it and painted it and weathered it. And it looked really, really, really nice, and uh, it, it recreated that building. So if you take photographs of it today and put it up against the ones that I built, and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it, it's it, it looks it looks like it. You know, I mean, it, it really. It, it was one of my better builds. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't we were talking about it earlier it doesn't fit into the well it city will. the way we like at at present. But, it definitely yeah, will, but I wanted to do it right. So, yeah, you know, so yeah, I've done some historic buildings
0: and prototype, and you know, so it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's cool to hear the methods behind how both of us do them. Um, yeah. You you do yours a little more planned out. You have a little more, a little bit more of a method that's um not chaotic behind them uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you know you know yours is a little more of a step-by-step approach you mm-hmm. you like to do some research you like to do uh you like right. to get some drawings you like to find um photos Photographs. Yep. uh visit the place you visited a couple of them um yeah. Yeah. for me uh a lot of it is um a collection a mad a mad firestorm <laughs> slash tornado of collection of Mental images I've seen of things that I like while I'm out and about, and I just kind of throw them all together. So yeah,
1: it's 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 two different worlds, but it's neat that we both do that on our layout. It It adds so much more to our layout because of that.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of neat because um, you know we get we get a very we get a lot of varying styles with what we do and and they both turn out to look awesome and just yeah. like you guys um if you if you ever are current well if you currently do scratch building or you ever try to do some scratch building it's really not that expensive so it actually if so I uh, how do I want to say this Everyone's that we've have everyone that we've ever had one that does kits they do an awesome job. I'm not mm-hmm. taking anything away from them, but if you ever decide to do your own scratch build, you will save money. Um, yeah, you my, my
1: even even my prototype was probably twenty eight dollars. You won't save so. time.
0: <laughs> you will not save time. No. So what really what you're doing when you're buying a kit is you're save you're paying for the they did the work. You're paying for the ingenuity and creativity and art. You're paying for someone's art that you're going to reassemble. Really, that's what it is.
1: Right, and the engineering
0: of, <laughs> and yes. the engineering and thought and detail parts, because that's where these kit bashes and scratch builds start to do. They do start to get expensive once you. Um, mm-hmm. The structures are cheap. Yep, but if you don't have extra detail parts laying around, yep. that's where the price of them can oh, get. Yeah. They, 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 I wouldn't say they get expensive because they really would just equal what a regular kit would cost. You just have sure. something. You'll just have something unique. But, um, I think of all the scratch builds I've done and kit bashes I've done, uh, they're way cheaper in the long run. I know my Olga's, I did like a, I did between Olga's and the JG Woolworth building. Uh, I did both of those buildings. And if you divide out what I used for two good size, like pretty large scratch builds, they ended up being like $22. Right. For everything.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just it. I mean you're you're saving on on money because of you're using materials that yeah. you, know, you have to the construct. Raw,
0: the raw it's raw, raw yeah. uncut material. Um right. now, now now go ahead. It's, when I say uncut, it still has the pattern and shape of the siding or right. um, if it's board and batten or clapboard or whatever you're doing, uh that's already done, but it's one big sheet. You have to cut it out. So uh, you do save money there, but you don't save money on the detail parts. But once you add detail parts with what you saved, it's probably going to equal out to about the price of a good-sized kit. But you're going to get something that you is is unique to you. No one else has that.
1: Yeah, and, and I have one downside to doing prototype. And that is after you're all done and if you have a successful prototype and it turned out like you wanted it to and you think you get all cocky, this is the downside. You get all cocky and then <laughs> yeah. you start going to these historic towns and you're walking around the town going, yeah, you're pointing it out to your wife or whatever. And I'm like, I can, I'm going to build that. I'm going to build that. You know, I can do that. I'm going to build that. Right. You know, but that's an OK thing. I mean, well, I mean, as annoying, it it. annoying as hell as that's going to be to your wife okay or your significant other or any friends that are around you that are going to go, shut the hell up okay yeah, it, i don't it, care
0: it, about your build. yeah
1: i don't care right exactly okay not but that's a confidence level that you'll now have as going, a modeler you know what there's not a building out there that i can't build well, now because i did that
0: and and know? the one thing i i think so i'll lend our our ability to scratch build and prototype build and mm-hmm. kit and kit bash. I will lend the ability to do that is no different than the ability to build a couple kits. So right. I, I honestly truly do believe, and this is something we've talked about with a couple other guests, with Frank, with Jason, with... Um, oh, you need, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about with a couple other guys too. In fact, I know we have. But once you've done a few um, craftsman kits on your own and you read the instructions and you know, the general way that they're assembled and you know, a and you have a basic understanding of how architecture should look, Mm -hmm. um, just from looking at photos and looking at kits you've already built. Um, you can do this. Like anyone can do this. I would honestly, I would start small, um, maybe try to make a couple little shacks, which I've done, uh, I've even done that recently. They're fun. You can build them out of scrap material. But um you don't have to go out and buy a whole bunch of lumber. If you have some scrap material left around, uh you yeah. can you can build some small little shacks or like a, even an outhouse, scratch build an outhouse. Yeah. Just do it. Um everyone's Just get your feet wet. Yeah. And and really once you have the fundamentals of building, assembling, painting, weathering, yeah. kits, craftsman kits. There's not much else extra to kit bashing or scratch building. No. Other than- There's only only two
1: key things. Your imagination
0: is one. I think if you're going to scratch build and you're not going to do it to prototype, your imagination and um, cutting out window holes is a big pain in the ass. That's it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's for me. I have two, two tips- that are that I'll finish up with here. Yeah, and, and that is for prototype or scratch build, okay. And that is this because I scratch built some. I scratch built that one uh, building that, with the crane on it. Oh on yeah, the right, crater. right, right. Okay, and that turned out awesome. So I have yeah, some so scratch Yeah, so you did scratch too. build. Yeah, right, sure. And but whether you're doing prototype or you're doing scratch build or a kit build, okay. Well, kit bash. Kit bash. Anytime you're or a scratch bash. And, right. To, to be successful. There are two key things you need to do. Very simple. And and it'll turn out awesome. And that is one, take your time. Yes. You need to take your time. Don't rush it. And make sure you're absolutely right before you start making your cuts. Number two, to make that happen you need to have everything has got to be square. So you don't yes. want to cut your holes and make sure uh, for the windows and doors and such and and have it off or cockeyed in any way or shape or form because right. it's going to stand out like a sore thumb. Right. If you're using a titchy window to fill in or a titchy door to fill in on your, on your opening and it's off slightly, you can sometimes – you don't
0: want you your can, you don't want your windows. You can sometimes at,
1: adjust them or move them before you glue them into place. You don't want your window up.
0: and door openings to be all off kilter. That's probably right. the toughest. Exactly. That might, in fact, you brought up a good point, and that's a good point to end on with this whole discussion. Is when you are scratch building, or even if you're just adding, like so, some kit bashes that yeah. I've done. Um, yeah. Sometimes you need to cut a new window somewhere, or you need to kind of alter a kit. Anytime you're cutting. A new opening for a window or a door, or you're you're lopping off a section of a wall. Always make sure it's a, as square and 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 yes. perfectly cut as you can get it. It's not going to be perfect, but yeah. make sure it's as good as you can get it because right. Um, but, you'll, because those you'll,
1: old dudes that made those buildings back then didn't, or any building today, well, you'll notice they're not, it. They're they're not they're not cutting them crooked. I mean, they're they're making them straight. You know, right, but was, I'm,
0: but what I meant is, you, if you have uh, a window opening cut a little crooked and you s- slide that window in, whether it's a Titchy or it's a um, yeah. a laser cut one, it's gonna uh, it's gonna stand out when the rest are square yeah. and you got one or two crooked right. ones. So yeah. that's the only thing I would advise: slowing down when you're doing these things. Make Take sure your if you're scratch building or you're kit bashing, just slow down. Uh, don't go barrel it into it like you do with a a kit um because with a kit you do have some confidence that everything's cut right and measured right Um, right but that's it that's you're you're kind of on your own with it but as long as you have a basic kind of gist of how buildings should look and you've done a couple um you know craftsman style kits there's no reason anyone can't do a scratch build
1: no and if you and if you do it it's a little and you screw it up or whatever yeah, no, don't quit on that. No, don't especially if you just did it with that. scrap right. wood.
0: If right. you do it out Good. of some scrap, keep doing it. Keep this doing is it. the last last week from with ITLA. They said the you know the best thing to do is save all your scraps, and yeah. this is a perfect opportunity to if you have done any kits with scrap with uh, wood kits and you have scrap the you know the pieces of the wall sections that are left over that you've removed the wall from and you got some extra scrap, make a little shack or make a little outhouse or something out of scratch. It's just scratch build an outhouse or scratch build some small, small, very small structures just to kind of get the gist of it. And if you screw it up well, you just use some scrap wood anyway, so who cares? Uh, And then once you are confident with it, or you want to jump into something a little bigger, you can order some scale lumber from, uh, you know, like Northeastern or, um, was it Northeastern scale lumber? Yeah.
1: Mount, Mount,
0: Mount Albert. Mount Albert. They have it. Yeah. Isn't Northeastern scale lumber one of them? Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple. Yep. Mount Albert has it. Um, I know some local places have them. Down near us, uh, White I Rose. I think Mount
1: Albert, Mount Albert was bought by somebody recently. Yeah. And they're
0: under another name,
1: but still, you can Google There's a Mount couple. Albert. There's you're a few out their, there. You're going to find her new name. There's a few yeah. out yeah. there. And, yeah, and, and even, they make a awesome well,
0: wood. And the other thing, and we'll, we'll end it on this because we're at an hour and 45 minutes. But
1: Yeah, please. Because um, I, I have something I need to talk about here. Okay. Well,
0: the other thing, if you kind of want a hybrid, if you kind of want to do a hybrid scratch build, kit bash kind of thing, uh, I know... ITLA offers them. I know uh, FOS scale models offers it. Uh, Kenny with Casey's workshop offers it. You can get modular pieces of wood now. Um, yeah. Well, not now. They've I, been I out think, for I they've think, been out for quite some time. But I think uh,
1: Carolina Craftsman. Yeah, CCK them.
0: offers them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that offer it. So if you don't yeah. if you're not comfortable with cutting your own, but you can look at what these companies offer with wall sections that are pre-made. Well, hell, you can just order in your head if you can imagine what that building would look like and you can piece it together by just looking at photos of the pre-cut wall sections. You can order a boatload of two $1 or $2 wall sections and just build your own kit from that or build your own yeah. building from that. Yeah. So we'll end it on that. There's pl- yeah. plenty of options out there for everyone with that. And uh, Yeah,
1: we covered that. We, we exhausted that. Yeah,
0: so, w- so what do you want to get into? Well, this weekend we oh, will yes. be... We will, yeah. We will. um, I just posted the event on our Facebook page.
1: Oh, that's great. We'll be at Blue Ridge Summit for the mini con. Um, They have they have invited us to come, and we're going to be there. We're going to set up. I'll have a table. Um, If you, if you, you know, you're only going to have a day's notice here because this comes out Friday, and then this events on Saturday. You
0: won't because I just posted the event. Okay, so then you'll know on Tuesday,
1: and it's in yeah. It's in Blue Ridge Summit, which is about 15 minutes outside of Gettysburg, PA, right on the PA-Maryland border. And it's west of Gettysburg between, I guess, uh, Chambersburg and Gettysburg area. Yeah, it's somewhere out there. Um, Somewhere out there. It's on the hill. It's on top of a hill. It's in a fire hall. It is a cool event. We went to it last year. Um, I know that Jeff uh, Grove from Carolina Craftsman Kits will be there. I know that um john from uh foggy mountain models will be there as well and uh i don't know if there'll be other vendors there i'm sure there will be but i you know i don't know who all's going to be there um they have clinics and they have um you know nmra is there they are set, all set up they do clinics they have food there it's a very hands-on type of show um you know the we're going to go there set up we're going to do i believe we're doing a a, a podcast there Yep.
0: we're going to do a video and, we're going to do a live podcast yes and a recorded version
1: yes so. and uh so that'll be fun we're going to have a good time yep uh and we're going to talk with some people there and have a fun time and uh it's going to be awesome uh, yeah, we will take good show. some photos for the for the thing but if you get a chance and you're in the area if you're in the you know Maryland, DC, Washington, uh, well, DC, Washington, DC, uh, Central Pennsylvania area. Um, that is a great place to go and check it out. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we will be there.
0: It is at all. It, it, it's in coordination with Mainline Hobby, and they are also a right. pretty sweet little hobby shop. So we talked um,
1: about it many times. Yep, it's, and it, it's right across the street. It's a great place.
0: So so if you're there we yep. encourage you to come up to us and just chit chat because we want to hear from you um yep. so yeah we will see you guys there yeah and uh hey, we, that's a wrap I think that's come a good
1: in if you gotta come in for anything we may if they still exist if we haven't run out of them there would be beer koozies there for oh my god we have we have koozie. like
0: we still have like 300 koozies. <laughs> we got plenty
1: we ordered plenty of beer koozies.
0: We also wanted to announce our podcast winner for this week. Uh, This week, it was Stephen Hayworth. He posted a picture. Well, a lot of you posted pictures of your workbenches. We had thrown all the names into our random name picker. And Stephen Hayworth, you are this week's podcast winner. We are going to get our prize pack shipped out to you ASAP. Um, The new prizes that we have are the little scale house kits that we got from railroadkits.com. If you want to check out the new prizes we're handing out for at least like the next nine to ten weeks, um, you can head on over to our Facebook page. We have a post on there with them, and I'll throw the photo of it in this week's show notes, too, for the new prizes. But congratulations again, Stephen. Um, you're also a patron, so thank you. Uh, we love these prizes that we've been handing out. We think it's a lot of fun get everyone interacting with our page. But this week, we have our new contest, and we have a new rule with the contest to make sure that all of the images are getting posted to the right place just because there seemed to be a miscommunication between us and the listeners and they were going everywhere. So, this week we're going to put the show on our Facebook page as usual and in the show post on the Facebook page on that post, that's where you're going to throw your photo for this week's photo contest. So, comment with your photo on this week's Facebook post about this week's episode, about episode 68, okay? So on episode 68 on our Facebook page, you can get on there throw a photo of an ugly duckling. So this week, we're, our photo contest of the week is a model ugly duckling. So you're gonna post a picture of something that you're too ashamed, we all have that thing, you're too ashamed to put it on your own layout just because of whatever it is. And just for fun, my dad and I will also throw in our ugly ducklings. And what's an ugly duckling? Ugly duckling is something that you painted, you built, could be a rail car that you don't like, just something that you just doesn't fit, it's not good, whatever it is, just is. We're all going to be humble. We're going to post our favorite pictures of our ugly ducklings. We're going to pick at random again another uh, listener who posts a picture of their ugly duckling model, Ugly Duckling Railcar, whatever it be that you don't want on your layout. So again, you throw that in the comment section of this week's Facebook post about episode 68. We'll pick another winner and we will ship out our first set of prizes, which are, sorry, our second set of prizes, which is the kit from RailroadKits.com. So we hope you guys enjoy that and we're going to keep the contest coming and we're going to keep getting better and better prizes as we go. So... Thanks again for participating. Have an awesome weekend, everyone. Again, we love the contest and we love the interaction. It is awesome. So have a great one, guys.